G'day punters and welcome to another edition of the Mailbag Preview Show. As always, brought to you by punningform.com.au. If you're not using punningform, you're not doing things correctly. We've got the old band back together today. We've got Lindsay and Shane joining us. How are you, Lindsay? How's the week off? Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Good week off. Um, just in the studio recording uh, the Beatles cover band, as you guys like to like to call it. So as always, Shane, you were on the money. Um, well played. You were on fire last week, but I'll throw to Mr. Whippy himself. How's, how's your week been? <laughs> um, yeah, good. I've got a little bit of brain freeze after the Sir John Monash starting. <laughs> I, I had three licks at the ice cream. Um, Ashford Street lay, win and place. Sartorial Splendor, the place, um, unfortunately, Oxley Road went like a busted. And um, you can confidently pen that horse going forward. Um, yeah, so apart from that, good. Uh, went to State of Origin last night and um, that was amazing atmosphere. How many times did you, how many Forexes did you have and how many times did you yell out Queenslander? I had four before the game at, at, down at Caxton Street. I had a couple in the stadium before kickoff. Left six minutes before half time to get to the bar first and jammed another four into me at half time. So, yeah, I had a good day. Good night. Um, and in true NRL fashion, I've seen something on social media last week, uh, a guy that reports on the NRL, and on the wall in his office is a montage of sports articles written by him and or about him um, in his background. So um, I thought I'd honour that today with a little article the last time. Little, uh, that's un- unlike you for a bit of self-interest. <laughs> 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 um, all right, we've got uh, we've got a big show today. We'll do it a little bit differently. We're straight off the bat. We're, uh, Lindsay's pretty keen on one tomorrow at Geelong. Um, so take it away there, Lindsay. What do you got for us? Yeah, right. So um, yeah, I, li- I like these two-year-old races. Uh, it's kind of my niche at the moment. Uh, speaking to Jacko about uh, about the form lately. So yeah, we're looking at Geelong race two. A uh, horse called Street Conqueror for the Beg Camp. Uh, Logan McNeil rides. Um, this I was speaking to Jackson the other day, and we're waiting for a price on this thing. Uh, big green corporate goes up thirteen dollars. That thirteen dollars lasts a minute forty seven seconds. Uh, one roll into seven fifty. That lasted another thirteen seconds uh, into five dollars, and it's now three forty. No deduction. So thirteen dollars into three forty. Uh, about a 22 percent move in its winning chance, which is just fucking huge. Uh, I don't know how much money has been taken there, but uh, it's a good lead to its chances. So uh, it's jumped out. <laughs> yeah, big hold, big hold. Uh, Anyway, so it's um there's a form line the jump outs at the moment at Pakenham and Cranbourne through Giga Kick who goes around on Saturday at two twenty. And the two old race at Flemington. Street Conqueror cut the corner against that Cranbourne in a recent trial. And I think it went slightly worse slash par with Giga Kick, who was uh wide down the outside, slightly asked, but um I see Strength Conqueror keeping on the coattails of that horse. A very good lead to its chances here. The thirteen dollars was absolutely ludicrous. The three forty is now probably about right. So um, if it drifts late, I might have a bet, but I think it's a good, good lead for the, uh, the form line through Giga Kick heading forward. As you know, it's coming to the end of the season. These two-year-old form lines are coming a bit more 
bit more crystal clear. You can bet with a bit more confidence. And just uh, in the race, hoofs don't lie. Uh, shit name, decent horse. It goes around Flemington on Saturday. Uh, I'm not sure if it does actually. It's just in the in the acceptances, but that could come out. Which you, uh, I think it's around the three dollar mark at the moment, so that could take a bit of uh, cream out of the price too. Uh, far fast witness for my uses. Uh, the gate it, it'll roll forward from the gate. I'd say from 13 might find a bit of bother with the map. Street conqueror from nine will be midfield at worst, and um, I, I think it'll win. I don't think the others are good enough. King's Chamber is the improver, but I don't think it's good enough to beat Street Conqueror. So I'm, I'm keen there for an early play on Friday. Uh, if we get probably four dollars plus, I could be tempted, but you know, at thirteen dollars and three forty, uh, it kind of stings a bit. But yeah, there you go. He's, he's a bit, he's a bit dejected, as you can tell there, punters. But how come? What, what were you doing when you missed the when the race went up and you missed the price there, Lindsay? Um, I was sleeping actually, so I woke up, saw it, but you know. You miss the price, you know. Like Shane said, there's probably only 300 bucks worth of bets being taken. So, you know, it's probably a myth. But 13 dollars, what are they thinking? It's just hard to take as a punter, even though you know someone probably had 50 bucks on that 13, but you just know that the 13 was there, and then you're being asked to take three dollars fifty. That mentality is hard to get around, isn't it? Yeah, you wish it was, you know, 30 years ago, and you can actually have a crack. But anyway, moving on. But you do seem confident there, um, and, and like you said, it sort of ties into that giga kick, bit of a screw course, um, especially off that the, the trials there. So it gives you a bit of a warm line. You know, they're talking cool mores with that horse. So, um, yeah, yeah. you can see how it goes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, <laughs> shut, we've, shut already the, the... we've already seen the cool more winner. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about giga kick a bit later, actually, so um, yeah, we can get a bit more in-depth there. Anyway. Well, there's one for you, punters. Anyway, a, uh, a bet there on Friday. Try and build a little bank for um, a few of the boys' bets later on in the show. Now, we'll have a chat. Uh, bloodstock, mailbag bloodstock. Um, thanks for everybody purchasing horses um, over the last couple of weeks when we've been spruiking them. Um, I will say we are off the mark. Um, we had a couple of runners last week. Showman, it was a little bit disappointing at Cranbourne, but. Akatango um, got us off the mark here at the mailbag on Friday at Tamworth. Shane is uh, Shane is in the ownership. How was it, mate? Satisfying, um, extremely satisfying. Actually, not only I kept a fair chunk in that horse um, personally. Anyway, I kept like a third of him myself um, and steered young Guesty, who uh, does a bit of work for us in the marketing department, um, who trades under Lil Wayne Racing. Um, so we've got some half. <laughs> we've, got, like <laughs> we've got we've uh, got half between us. Um, I sort of tipped the boys into it, so uh, it was pleasing. I didn't know what to think after his um, first up run at Armadale, where he, you know, he dropped out and got beat nineteen lengths. And um, yeah, but anyway, look, he fought back. He's a, like he's only a two year old, and that's what you just got to keep remembering. He's a two year old. Um, and he's got plenty. He's got plenty to come. Uh, he's by Spieth, um, and you know, like they they they're just runners. The Spieths, um, very much in the mould of the sire. Um, you know, not necessarily like jump and run speed horses, but get up and early and running into the races at two year olds. Yeah. As two year olds, um, you know, they're sort of, and that's I think you know it depends on what you're in for for racing, obviously. But you know, this filly that we've got. Um, 
you know, this speed filly that we've got here with Kieran Ma, um, like it, it's a like it's. I think we're selling shares for like a thousand and twenty bucks for two and a half percent. Yeah, yeah, something so in that yeah, range. Yeah, like thousand and twenty for two and a half, two thousand forty for five percent. Um, you know, she's magic millions and cutest. You know, she's got bonuses behind it. Like she's, you win a maiden with her, two year old maiden with her, and you get out of them. Like you, it covers it covers the purchase price. Um, and they just they're just runners. And like you know, I can you, sometimes you can sort of you feel like you're sort of pushing a horse a little bit harder than sort of what you really think. But I'm like I can honestly say for this horse, get in contact with Jono and get some info and have a look at her at the breakers. Like she's just a natural runner. She'll go at two, like barring injury, of course, and illness and injury. She'll be a two-year-old, no doubt. And that's how the sire stamping them. You know, they're getting up and running early, and he's getting plenty of winners. Um, and the, you know, the reality is that's where the money is in racing. You know, these young horses with these breeding bonus schemes. You know, Akatango picked up twenty-one thousand for winning a maiden at Tamworth. Yeah, it's unbelievable these days. Yeah. Mm. So you know. If you're interested, if you're looking to get into an entry level sort of yearling, you know, filly that's going to race as a two year old, um, certainly get in contact with Jono at the mailbag, J O N O, Jono at the mailbag.com.au, and just have a look at the videos of her getting broken in. She's a she's an early runner for sure. And look, in, in one of you know, one of the best stables going around. So, like you said, I think getting that, um, that Bob's cutest, Hobus. For those two and three year olds, if you can pick up one or two races, um, especially the the lower end of the market that we're spending money in, you know, it only takes that one race with the bonus to get it back, and you know, and then you're ahead of the game and, and starting to actually make some money and have a bit of fun along the way. So as Shane said, yeah, we've got that speak by Miss Barwick um, with the Maustas stable. So get in touch with Jono at themailbag.com.au um, for that one there, or shoot him an email if you've got any other queries, um, bloodstock yes. side of things as well. And I know that um, where she's getting broken in at Hinterland Thoroughbreds up here in Queensland, like um, that's um, Sarah and the team there, like they, they break in you know, all those Aquas babies anyway, and obviously he's a stallion of of theirs. Um, so, you know, they've they've seen plenty of them and all the reports are very similar. They say just genuine, you know, early runners, and we've seen that on the track in his first season you know, two-year-old runners this season. So, and it's always good when you get into a horse if it's a, a two-year-old that gets up and about. You know, sitting of around course. waiting for it, sitting around waiting for it to run while you're paying bills uh, can never be fun. So, looks like it'll be uh, up and about early. So, get involved, Jono at themailbag.com.au, and we'll move into Saturday's racing. Um, so, we've got Flemington uh, for Saturday, as always. I mentioned off the top. Um, powered by huntingform.com.au, the best database in the business. All the boys behind the, all our analysts behind the scenes use Huntingform, um, and that's why we're successful. Um, so we'll have a look. Any, any, I'll just throw to you quickly, Lindy. You know, any predicted track pattern of the day? Uh, it's going to be wet. Um, not sure of the track pattern at the moment, but Flemington played as you see, it's normally pretty fair. Um, yeah, but you, you probably want a genuine jet sh- wet tracker there on Saturday. Nice, thanks, mate. Um, and so I think uh, we had it up before the the jockey data page. Um, if we can just pull that back up, we can have a look there. Um, that Willow is profitable as a consistent strike rate, um, and he's a man in form too. He's he's back from the Ukraine, um, booting home. I don't, did, I don't think he rode a winner. Like, he rode last Saturday. Did he, he didn't kick one home Saturday, did he? 
no idea. But um, yeah, but coming off a coming off a double yesterday at Sandown. Oh, there you go. Um, and Tweet, I think he's 24 odd percent pot from his last hundred rides from memory. So yeah, um, yeah, twenty four and a half percent pot. Yeah, yeah, that'll do. So we can follow him in with confidence, and also got a bit of just a quick one on some trainer data there from the punning form database. Um, the, the Hayes boys historically improved at Flemington and, and are very profitable. Um, however, they're running cold at the moment. Their recent results very poor. Striking, yes, they're going bad, aren't they? Nine from their last hundred. Yeah, I'm real bad. What? Ten percent from their last hundred runners. Um, so yeah, that's 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 pretty poor. I'm wondering, um, if that, I'm wondering if there's any um, coincidence there from when one of the boys went and played for Carlton. <laughs> uh, but it's like with with these big camps, so like heading into the spring, like the winter months can be a bit dry for them. But heading into spring, sure, these yeah, big servers will come to the fore and step out some talented ones in the coming weeks that we can that we'll see. You know, they ramp it back up. So like jockeys as well. Um, Jacko was speaking today about Ollie. He's back today. He's uh, riding real well. Um, so yeah, he, he's back riding. Willow's back riding. Yeah, and they're in form. So yeah, the big boys are back, and you can follow them and um, just get rid of some of these uh, second rangers. Warming up into the spring with some better quality horses. You're right. They'll regress. No, they'll. What's the opposite to regress? Progress. Improve. Yeah, progress to the mean. So watch them have a big next hundred runners. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, enough of that. Enough of the jockey and trainer stats. Let's get into some analysis of the races. Um, and race one at Flemington, right in your wheelhouse, as you mentioned, Lindsay. I love the two-year-olds. Thousand meters uh, down the straight here, of course. Um, so Giga kicks. Giga kick. Sorry, uh, the horse we spoke about before with the grouse trial form. Comes up favourite here, no doubt. They did go up 270, I believe. 220, probably another 100 bucks taken uh, there by the green corporate. Anyway, uh, nice debut. 5.1 lengths quicker than the class, the maiden class there. Um, and it's beat a horse, a Stokes horse there. It has some decent trial jump out form. So the four mines are good, but it was real soft, real soft on debut there. And still smash that class benchmark, which we love. Um, it's recent jump outs I mentioned before uh, behind that horse were thinking of backing at Geelong on Friday and it also had some form around a horse called Manhattan Thunder uh, I think saddest trains that thing uh, it ran last week at Sale on Friday ran a huge race um, its relative gain splits there on punting form were absolutely enormous and I think it was a massive win and that, that is a horse you can find Manhattan Thunder but Giga Kick Probably went par with that horse, if not just a tad worse um, on the synthetic at Packenham. Um, yeah, and, and since that gig kick's been on the wet track at, uh, at Cranbourne and went well and handled it. So you know it'll favourite to handle the conditions there on Saturday, the wet conditions. Uh, it'll roll straight to the front from six, so... Um, yeah, so we got car off, Clayton Dobbins' car off, cart uh, right on. He rode it in that trial, so he's he's got a feel for the horse already, and he can put it where he wants up on the speed. Uh, the danger tapping three in the market also has form from those Packenham jump outs. So I did, had some notes the other week. Um, so Giga Kick 
uh, I believe, trailed five lengths superior to a horse called Christina. Uh, Christina was given Windburn by Tappan Three, but uh, under under a light ride, but Tappan Three was under you know moderate to hard ride on the synth, but gave it Windburn. So uh, I think there's two main chances here as a market flex. I'm not a genius, but um, yeah, Giga Kick and Tappan Three. Tappan Three's got Meech. I'm happy to be off Meech lately uh, as a general rule for me. Um, Giga Kick. Especially at Flemington, we talked about her stats a couple of weeks ago, and I still, uh, I still tipped everyone into to to a meat horse at Flemington. Oh, that's right. Yeah, a uh, moody thing. Anyway, yeah. Um, you mean you're against her? Like last week, I was against her on a uh, Cotel when she when Nolan was on tapping three last week when they scratched. Meach was on Cotel. I thought they jumped out similar, but Meach was, I think, three or four times the price as tapping three. Was uh, now, and then the coattail come out pissed in almost, but yeah, with things in, in its favor. But yeah, uh, Meech is on here, and I'm just I'm happy to avoid at the price. I th- I think the best chance outside of them is Lasars, Lasars number three. Um, it's been down the straight, so it has the advantage of that, which not many do, if any. Um, it competes against here. Um, they're changing around with the gear a bit here, and Ollie goes on, as we mentioned before. Uh, had a couple of trials uh, up in Sydney, I think, lately. Um, so yeah, it could be a play here. May want to touch further, but um, I, I think it's a, you know, it's a decent chance at 14s. But yeah, Giga Kick, very, very hard to beat there. Um, and I don't, I think one's outside of that. I think it's too short for Hussein Line. It's kind of hitting the line hard last start, and I think back to the thousand. If it elects to run here over that. Um, over that Geelong race, it'll find it a bit too sharp, and Giga Kick will just keep going in front and the conditions. And I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll win. So uh, just a, a small play on on the scars number three, if anything, or yeah, just wanted to price Giga Kick. Yeah. Not sure what I'll do with it. I think if if, if, if um, Street Conqueror comes out and wins and, and wins impressively, like you think it could do tomorrow. Um, I don't think we're any chance of seeing Giga Kick drift. You know, may may not firm up, um, but I don't think we're going to see it uh, drift too much. And um, with the market with these two-year-old races this year, it's been it's been very very interesting. Like, um, there's a few moves lately where it just makes you question it. You know, a few last the other week, um, there's a Danny O'Brien debutante that was like heavily backed. I think 11s into six fifty, five fifty, or something like that, and it's run really really well. Then you see see some of the racehorses, which normally the big big boys like to back, just out the door, but they still run well. And I don't know, it's a bit confusing. So um, I'm happy to just wait and see. If it drifts, I'll back it anyway. Um, but Lasar's maybe the play instead of just launching into gig kick at the price. But gig kick super hard to beat. I could back it on a day at the price, but you know, there's a lot of lot of, uh, lot of water going to bridge between uh, now and Saturday. Beauty, race one at Flemington there. Thank you, Lindsay. We'll move on to race five. Uh, yeah, all right. So um, I think I said the other week, one of some of my favourite races, not my favourite race of the um, two-year-old mile races, but you know, this has been um, eclipsed by a two-year-old 1,800-metre race um, on God's carpet there on Saturday. So um, keen here. Um, Quang Tri won impressively last up. Uh, gets a similar setup here. I think it goes up three three kegs. Uh, so it's given much. 
Let's give him four and a half kilos for the rest of the field. Um, Two-year-old racing. What are you going to read into it? Yeah, so Crunk Drive, um, keep sleeves off Egan. Um, it's, short, it's short again. It's come up favourite. Uh, Verifier. We had some good splits the other day. So, um, so Verifier. Uh, Jack, we'll, I was talking to Jackson. This thing was in or nominated for a race the other day. and He was keen. He had an opinion of it. Um, I think it was staying at the same trip, um, but we wanted it up in trip. So I guess 1,800 meters here. Uh, tenth best, last 200 of the meeting, last start. Uh, gets Jai McNeil from D now uh, and Blinkers first time. So that's uh, it pricks the ears a bit there. And I think it can be further forward. Um, you could flush out the back of the sea last start uh, pretty badly. Quang try draws. It has a pretty similar setup. I think it drew nine last start. Draws 11 here. Uh, Egan can put it where he wants. Um, we did back Trans Am. Yeah, it just depends on how the track's playing, but um, I wouldn't be too worried about the map because some of these will stop like shot, you know, two-year-olds, 1,800 metres, um, and most of them are lacking platforms. Um, yeah, Trans Am, we backed last start. Uh, got a great draw, uh, real, like real suck run. Was coming again on the line, like it kind of didn't sprint with him, but it was coming again on the line, got crowded. I think it goes um, Zach Spain to Willow, back from the Ukraine. So, yeah, they're the, I'm pretty sure they're the top three in the market. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was a good race to preview. Quang try, I think if it holds or even improves, it'll it can win again. Uh, Verify second favorite, five fifty. Trans Am seven dollars. Um, Quang try could be a bet. Uh, watch out for Verify. Maybe he could be a player in the spring. Um, if it relishes the trip here. And those jockey switches, Lindsay, I spoke to Shane last week about that. He starts every jockey up in Queensland on a negative two. How do, how do you handle those sort of, you know, Mick D to, to Jai McNeil? You know, how negative do you do that sort of form and, and how do you, you know, take it, that into consideration? Um, yeah, so I, I play heavily uh, to the, you know, waiting jockeys, that type of thing. So, um, yeah, and we have the way we do our form, you know, we can um, identify a switch and add that into you know, mucking around with our prices. And I weight that quite heavily. Um, sometimes I'll use a negative four um, with, <laughs> with, our, with the way we do things. But, um, yeah, especially at the moment, you know, there's a horse we'll talk about later. You know, you, you get Michaela Lawrence on, a senior rider on, something like that, um, especially coming into the spring. It's just huge. So. Well, pretty good segue then. We'll move into race six uh, there at Flemington, up, up, up the straight uh, there again, 1,000 metres. Um, and, yeah, there's one there we want to talk to. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's a good game, number nine. It's, it's been performing huge lately. Like, uh, it's effort behind inundation, uh, that really, really good rating win at Caulfield. Um, it was held up there. Yeah, we said before, Michael Lawrence on. Uh, the man from the Ukraine, the back from the Ukraine on. Um, it's a good setup and it'll be hard to beat. I think, Shane, you had an opinion here as well. Yeah, I did. Um, I just Google image searched six scoop ice cream cone. <laughs> um, I was going to make it my background. You're going for um, six this week. Yep. Um, but look, this is, a, this is the single greatest jockey switch on the program, in my opinion. 
Um, Michaela Lawrence on a back marker um, around Caulfield versus C. Williams, Flemington Straight, 1,000 metres, is the greatest switch of all time. Um, I just can't see what beats this, to be honest. Like, like it's yeah. – I'm trying to work out how, it's, how it doesn't start odds on. Yeah, I mean, I do have an opinion of this on Twist of Fury, but a lot of its wins, you know, just going out in front, just running them straight into the ground over a thousand. It's blessed most of the time, but I think getting the lead, uh, if it's a wet track, hard to run on, it can just keep kicking, keep kicking, keep kicking. And this good game might have too much of a task to catch it on the wet track. That's what I was thinking. Um, Alana Kelly, you know, good rider and leaders at the moment. She's in form. Um, so yeah, I, I thought I thought that. That's how I read it. Sounds like we're not going to get too much into it. Where squid games are moral? Well, I think so. Um, I mean, obviously, at you know, taking two thirty now, you can sort of have a look at the track and see how many scratchings come up on by race morning and have a look. I like you don't want to take two two twenty and and have the second favourite come out and then, you know that hasn't run on heavy track and you know you're on at a dollar eighty five and you're taking a dollar ninety to fair late. So. Um, and I think this um this Verenskova is a weak point in the market. I think uh, you know it's it's price of um, price or potential. You know when when it's when it debuted, you thought oh this thing's got some proper talent, but mm. a thousand a thousand meters uh, down the straight Verenskova, more than happy to risk out at six. Yeah, the inundation passive aggression passive aggression aggressive form lines. It's just so far superior. Add the jockey switch and it's just immoral to me. Yeah, I like it. I don't want to overthink this too much. Yeah, no geniuses for figuring does, it does out. Does the inundation but, flop of last week, is that, you know, does that play in the back of your mind? Does that no, no, it cool? doesn't because it doesn't because it's already it's already run the figures before its last start flop. It wasn't just a one out of the box, um, you know, performer. So yeah, that doesn't that doesn't concern me. Obviously, the maybe the weather and how heavy the track is could be an issue, but you're going to have a, a very clear picture by race six. Perfect. Thank you. Sounds like a consensus bet there. Squid game moral. Back it. Um, that's it for the Flemington card. Shane's got one he'd like to preview for us at Eagle Farm. I believe uh, race three there at Eagle Farm. Shane. Indeed, mate. Um, there's an old, uh, look, a bit of an old theory I've been working on here over the years at curlybet.com HQ. He's back the fastest horse. Usually it helps. helps. A little something I've been working on. Uh, yeah, let's have a look at Eagle Farm Race 3. 1,000 uh, metre benchmark 75 speed map there. Um Asamu, the favourite here, drawn gate one. Now, what I've done for this race, it's a thousand metres on a nice surf on a, on a good surface at Eagle Farm. So I just put a line straight through the weights column. Because I don't think weight matters over a thousand. So I can just put a line through that column and ignored it. Asamu um, has got a really strong thousand metre Eagle Farm figure uh, and has the right gate. It is either going to lead or sit behind. A tempo set by probably Laprezi. Uh, there's a couple of others there that can push forward, but either way, it's either going to lead or be behind the speed. 
uh, one way or another, you know, and coming off the fence as soon as he has to or whatever else, it wouldn't matter. Um, the things that have got some resemblance of ability have drawn a little bit awkward, which um, which helped me sort of get them out in the market a bit. Star Cherie will have to get back from a wide gate and has got some ability to run on. But uh, you've got Fleet Dove first up. Um, you know, it sort of settles closer to the speed over a bit longer distances. But, you know, over these short trips first up, I'm not quite sure whether it's just going to be quick enough over a 1,000. Uh, which sort of leaves like every way you look at it, Asamu getting the best run uh, is the best horse with the best figures, track and trip, which is important. Horses being able to handle Eagle Farm as well. Um, you know, he'll sit on speed and get home in negative five, negative six. Um, trainer, jockey combo is fine. The trainer is obviously completely airborne this season. Steve O'Day, Matt Hoisted. It just ticks every box. Um, I'd rather take 225 about the fastest horse than trying to find some reason to get it beat. Um, here's a trial here at Deegan on a heavy track. Um, now, this obviously, I said Asamu had a good figure here, track and trip, which was its last start. There's that wall uh, again at Deegan. Sorry, yeah, the big wall, the highway wall. Um, yeah, so we saw Asamu here um, lead with a horse that... Um, you might know. I'm trying to think of the name off the top of my head because I didn't write it down. Uh, ran in the um, – anyway, it's a, it's a a horse that ran in the, like in the group races of Tony Gollins. F Troop it was, I think. F Troop. Oh, yeah. yep. You know, he's, he's no slouch. He's a very, very fast horse. And, you know, um, but that's a Samu in the sort of light blue colours. F Troop, I think, outside him there. And, um, yeah, getting to the outside in a nice trial. He wasn't really asked to extend here. Like, obviously, you've got a – an open company horse on his outside um, on a heavy track, you know, unsuitable surface and and just, you know, holding them off nicely on the line. I thought it was a good enough trial. Um, and you like to see that trial, like he's 126 days between and, and a nice, you know, a nice gallop over that distance as well. Like it was a 1,050 trial. So he goes to the races fit, best horse, best figures, best gait, best map. Um, I could get him, I could see him starting, you know, like, $1.90 when the stable money comes for it. But I think it starts around even money and I think it wins. So at that two, what are we at? 225, 230s, a definite, definite early Saturday play from Shane there. At Eagle yeah, Park. look, there's a couple that have come out and there's a couple that are drawn wide, like, you know, Star Cherie's got to come up from Sydney. They did book James Orman for the ride and they've come up with, you know, the outside gate. So, you know, it may come out. Maybe I don't know whether I bring it up or not, but apart from that, like everything else, it's just yeah, it just looks the obvious, you know. So <clears throat> nice, thank you, Shane. That's all we'll be previewing for Eagle Farm, as we say each and every week. Though, sign up to Curly's product. Uh, he's a man in form, a winning set yesterday, a fat, filthy set on Saturday that mm. would have been even bigger with the multi there at Toowoomba. What we look at through your thoughts there, Shane. Where were you Saturday night? You're out with the family, I believe, and we had a, a yeah. fat collect rolling on a Yeah, so we had a, we we're into a horse, what was it called? Chasing Jackley or something in yeah. the main, coming off a big one in town the start before where it was three wide, no cover and boxed on super. Um sort of settled outside the leader, and I just thought we're winning the whole way up the straight and in the last 50 years a bit soft, wasn't he? Um Thing on the outside just nabbed us right on the line, but um, it was also good that we took 
we also got something out of the night though. We I steered um I backed my own horse in um that won and subscribers were on it too, just kept drifting. So we had to back it at the price. It was insulting price actually. Um anyway, um so this this uh, this week's uh, look. This is this is the time of year where you should get involved with my product if you haven't before, um, because the races are filthy now and the tracks are drying. Like it's the perfect time. Like we have to bet everywhere, but we just have you know. There's plenty of opportunities now. We've got these country sort of race circuits. You know, Warwick and Gatton coming up, picking up meetings that they lost when it was wet. The the standard of the Saturday races are, are horrible. So we should be able to pick our way through, um, you know, some up-and-comers there. Um, yeah, and there's just plenty of racing. So it's a great time to get involved. Heard it here first, punters. Get involved. Sign up. Go to themailbag.com.au um, and grab Shane's package for Saturday. Well, that's a wrap for our preview of the races. We'll just do a bit of a recap. Um, Lindsay, if you just run through your bet. So you've got one tomorrow at Geelong for the punters. Yeah, so Street Conqueror tomorrow at Geelong. Uh, current price three forty. Um, up to if you want to take it. Uh, if it drifts to about four or something, I'll be happy to back it. Uh, if not, I'll let it go and I'll watch it uh, hopefully win. Um, actually, maybe not, considering I missed the price and all that. Anyway, um, yeah, but I, I think that's a great, great chance, and it'll solidify some form lines going forward into the spring. Uh, some of these nice two-year-olds stepping out at the moment going into the three-year-old season. So, um, yeah, it's just a good one to watch. Um, and then uh, what do we go? Flemington race one, gig kick through the similar uh, two-year-old form lines. I think that's um, one of the bets of the weekend. Um, just tapping tapping three hopefully gets held up with Meech. Uh, she can, hopefully she doesn't roll straight to the front and get stuck behind a wall or something like that um, in the straight. In amongst horses and can get get beat and um gig a kick and keep kicking in front and uh Kwong try yeah similar setup to last start I think it's a great bet too um yeah three favourites almost but yeah no genius but um yeah that's some bets to have I think and race six squid game I think we had as well oh, yeah um game Dane and I have to. Shane and I have declared it tomorrow. Lindsay's Lindsay's a bit timid to, to go. I'll, I'll um I'll have a sore ass and sit on the fence. Yeah, yeah he's not going to jump off the ledge, but Shane and I <laughs> declared it. Lindsay's still Lindsay Lindsay's um he's only young, so he hasn't you know he's still got to sort of get to you know the cynical age of me and understand that you can't win if you don't bet. <laughs> yeah, <right>. yeah. <laughs> so the more you bet, the more you win. Responsibly. <laughs> Responsibly, <laughs> of course. Responsibly, of course. Responsibly, of course. And Shane, just the recap from you there, please, at Eagle Farm. Yeah, and look, uh, race. Yeah, race three, number three, Asamu. I think um, you know, I've all the, I've priced all the races so far with you know what we've got on um, exposed form. I haven't sort of done. I normally do the last of the sort of pricing after scratchings, but um, of all the sort of favourites on the card, I think that this one's got the best setup and. That 225 is one that I think will probably start shorter and, and be winning. And I think after the success of, of uh, last week, I'm going to put you on the spot. We're going to have to go back to the the, the ice cream um, analogy. It may not be four scoops this weekend, but if you can give the punters a um, you know something special from Mr. Whippy. Jeez. Um, 
not in the same race. You know, it can just be a, a multi. You know, you you decide. Yeah. Okay. So we'll go for the. Um, I suppose we can go for the um, the triple scoop, maybe. So single cone, three scoops. Asamu, the win. Squid Game, the win. Yep. And the all up. And the all up. Beauty. Win bet, win bet, multi. Win bet, win bet, multi. So we've got the Flemington Moral um, and Shane's special that he's really keen on at Eagle Farm. All right, boys, thanks for that. Um, as always, powered by punningform.com.au. Um, yeah, head, head to the mailbag.com.au, sign up. But they, all the boys had a, a fat weekend last weekend. Jackson, Jackson's back in form was good. Pete's tipping winners left, right and centre from wherever he is in the world. Um, and, and, Shane was, and Shane was on fire. So special mention, special mention to Pistol's performance Wednesday. Oh, absolutely. Um, I was in the underground car park at Gambaro's um, getting 4X <laughs> gold pre-origin with a couple of blokes and they said, have you got any tips? And I said, hang on a minute, Pistols just sent something through here. I have something on this at $10. Off the bit the whole way, kept coming to win on the line. It was glorious. Somehow. And get around Pistol. That's uh, He's in some filthy good form. He is in some very good form and it's always good to, to back a few late to either with Shane into one more or, or Pistol out wide there at Ascot or Belmont. Uh, that'll do us today. Thanks, gentlemen. Enjoy your weekend and good luck, punters. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, James. Thank you.